and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 150 of There's No Place Like Terra, Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace. And today we're going over season seven, episode 19, Resurrection, a.k.a. Holy shit, I just now remembered I was supposed to come up with an a.k.a. (laughs) (laughs) Mine is just like, seriously, The X-Files. Yeah. Mine is just. Oh, I remember what I was. I want do. to believe. I remember. What Trust I was no do. one. It was. Did we borrow the angel set for this one? Oh, we did borrow the angel set. <laughs> That's my AKA. We for sure borrowed <laughs> the angel set. Um, this was very, very super X Files. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, the, I was really stuck on how. This was the angel set, and yeah. I was waiting for the Irish kid to come out and be part of the show. <laughs> Doyle? Doyle, thank you. Oh, I miss Doyle. I uh, know. R.I.P. in peace uh, to that actor. We Holy did get crap. we did get Angel, who's also an R.I.P. in peace. Yeah. I don't know that part. I'm not done watching Angel. Oh, no, no, no. That was much after the show. Oh, okay. Much after the show ended. David Boreanaz? No, no, no. Sorry, not Angel. Do- uh, not Doyle. Doyle. Not Doyle. So I'm horrible. The person who replaced Doyle. Oh. Um, the oh. lounge singer. Shh. This is going great. Yep. <laughs> this is going fantastic. We're going to own that. R.I.P. in peace, all the people. Okay. No, David, not David. I said Angel in my head. I was picturing the lounge singer who I just can't remember his name. And people are now yelling at the screen. I apologize. <sighs> okay. Splash. Also, this oh. is SG1LA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's the, it's where CSI got their idea. Uh-huh. It's it's SG One LA. I just realized the actual thought out AKA I had. Guys, we're in a turkey coma and a salmon coma. And Grace got sick last night. It we're was in, fun. Yeah, you, uh, the ducks got to witness what it looks like when the turn <laughs> happens. A friend of mine goes, "You don't look well at all," and I was like, "I'm not." She goes, "Okay." <laughs> So it's yeah. literally like a turn on a dime. No, I remember it. All of a sudden, her face just went white. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "You're the same coloring as me now." Yeah. And I was like, "This means time for Grace go home now." I think even like my words were not coming out. You're like, "We clean, go home." Yeah, it was a lot of the grammar gets slurred. It's very strange. Yeah, it's like the brain focuses all its energy on keeping the things it that, needs to, to be go. fair. Makes sense. Yeah. I'm okay with your brain doing yeah, that. Yeah, and so it's like, oh, anytime Grace starts to mumble or. <laughs> The grammar slips in very strange yeah. ways. It's like something's wrong. Her brain no function. Her brain no work good now. All right, now go bite. Um, also, guys, this is our 150th episode. What? Now, yesterday, last week was technically the 150th episode of. Uh, Oh, right. Of of Stargate, but since we combined those two into one, this is our 150th episode. Happy anniversary. We've made it to 150. Holy moly. I know. That's a lot of weeks of recording. I know. It's How long a lot have we been doing this? of you people listening to us talk. That's you. The fact that people still <laughs> listen. I'm Y'all, this glad. is amazing. Thank you. I'm glad that you find us amusing. Yeah. Um. So... 
Yeah. Also, I wanted to say, speaking of the show's 150th episode and the fact that those heroes, we got some major love for our musings on heroes. I really. Um, so let yeah, let's let's start here. I when we finished the episode, I think I actually said this to you. I was like, this one was such a bummer. I feel like I was not fun at all, <laughs> and I felt really anxious. But it was and, also really hard to be fun about that episode. Yeah, and I, I was worried. I was like, no one's gonna listen to this. This is awful. <laughs> this is just us being awful. And you guys were really kind to us. I think there's. I think there is, especially from from hearing from a couple of you, there is this thing of while it wasn't as fun and amusing and sing-songy as some of our episodes are, it's also the thought of going through that with someone else. Yeah. And sort of the catharsis of listening. Yeah. Thanks going for being through there that emotion. for us while we go through it. <laughs> I will be there for you. But in all seriousness, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, thanks for everything that you guys said. You're very nice to us on all the social media places. Yes. Uh, and we love you guys. And we hope to continue <laughs> being able to bring you the bummers and the fun times. <laughs> <laughs> and then the ones like this that are just like, this is a, this, this is a is jaunty just, little ex, you well, know, this one's like, side hey, mission. We know that we just kind of treated y'all like shit for the last yeah. episode. Let's give you a chance to breathe. <laughs> but also, let's treat someone else like shit for that a little fair. bit. Because yeah. poor Anna. Oh, boy. Okay, so this Air Force aired on February 27, 2004. And Grace, did you pay attention to who wrote and directed this episode? No, but I now see your notes. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. This episode was written by Mr. Michael Shanks. And the only episode of Stargate SG-1, at least, to be directed by Amanda Tapping. And thus, a director was born. And if you know anything now, Amanda is an incredible director and directs all sorts of stuff and is flippin' awesome. I'm very surprised that this is the only one she ever did. Yeah, she apparently was just like, hey, I want to direct something this season. And then she had her written into her contract this season. They were like, she's too good. She's too good. Don't let her do any more. Don't let her. Um, And she got the directing bug, and we see where that has taken us. To (gasps) To all the fun things. Many directed things, because she's awesome. To the point where there's things that I didn't realize. Didn't she do something with Supernatural? She does a ton of Supernatural, actually. She does, like, a couple episodes per season. She has, like, since when she was guest starring on Supernatural. She was doing it back then. She did a ton. uh, She did actually a ton of um, The Travelers. Okay. Which I don't think you've seen yet. No, I'm looking up all her directoring things. She's directed a ton. Yeah. She's directed a ton. Supernatural Travelers. <gasps> and with an E. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, let's see. The Van Helsing TV series. Yes. The Magicians. Yep. Um, what else? Is wow. it filmed in Canada? Yeah, then she did it. Probably a couple of episodes. Of course, Sanctuary. Primal. Primeval. Uh, Continuum. Continuum. Got it. There's a lot of things on here. Yeah, she's directed a ton. A it's mainly what Christmas. she does now. Is that a Hallmark one? Yep, that's a Hallmark one. Oh, yeah. That's a Hallmark, Hallmark one with Lacey Chabert. I've probably seen it. <laughs> to be fair, we actually, speaking of um, speaking of, of Terrell last episode and Janet, uh, while I was home for uh, early Thanksgiving, of course, my mom... 
all the Hallmark films. Oh, yeah. Just on record, which is because they're fantastic. It's just background. Oh, yeah. Background stuff to put on. You can come in and out of it and not make Exactly. And so we had to make sure we watched. I forget which one it was, but it's a holiday film with, with Terrell and... <sighs> It's like uh, they're on, they film like a TV show and she wants to do a live, the other girl wants to do a live thing and Terrell like runs her own sort of media empire. We'll have to watch that. Yeah. Okay. Also, we need to find all the Michael Shanks ones. Oh, we watched a Michael Shanks one too. Yes. He was an army soldier and I I went, well, that's not right. I was talking to boyfriend Jesse about this because we were talking about our top fives. Yeah. Like your list Uh of the peoples. Yeah. Which his only contains Kira Knightley, (laughs) which (laughs) I'm like a little bit bummed about. Yeah. I'm like, give me more. Just some variety in there. He's like, nope, just her. And I was like, I hate you. (laughs) Well, okay. Is is that just the, the real life characters? Because I'm sure there's more fictional characters on the list. Yeah, there's probably yeah. way more fictional characters. One of them, I guarantee you, is Janeway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I bet you it is. You I should give you. him some fictional characters and see what he comes up with. <laughs> but um, mine was Milo and Tamelia, which is not surprising. <laughs> That's surprising. And then actually on both our lists was Jason Momoa. And he's well, like, I, you know what? If Jason Momoa is in the room, I'm in the room too. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm fine with that. Um, and then I told him, I said, I think Michael Shanks is in mind, but I don't know what he looks like right now because I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So I need to watch a Hallmark movie. I will tell you this much. What he looks like right now uh-huh. in the series is basically what he looks like then now. He's on the just list. Just add like 10 years to him. <laughs> Very okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Aged like a fine scotch. He has aged like a fine scotch. <laughs> everyone on this show has aged yeah, extremely well. Everyone long. looks amazing. Yeah. Even uh, 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 RDA. Even RDA. Yeah. Yeah. Got Alrighty. it. Let's do so, this. <laughs> Major Barrett returns. Peter Fleming. Oh, uh, okay. we saw we saw Major Barrett like in Wormhole Extreme and Smoke and Mirrors when he helped Sam find yep. who was actually NID framing Jack, etc. I remember him. So we're not at the SGC this episode, but in LA. Yeah, we're, we're in, in a, La La Land. We're in a vampire nest. We're in a vampire nest. If you nest. dig deeper underneath yeah. all of the um, we're all of the Sekhmet a, stuff, we're on a Hellmouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a Hellmouth down there. <laughs> um. And uh, something, NID are all over this warehouse where some hmm. shit gone down earlier. Hmm. Um, and it's the aftermath of some clearly big op. SG-1 minus Jack because he's still recovering from a staff blast. Yes. For this episode. Yes. Um, and you can tell as, uh, the rest of SG-1 is going, why are we here? What's happening? Why, how are we out of Colorado? Yeah. Why? And And... Agent Barrett is there, and, and he's like, I'll explain. I wish they'd talk. gotten, like, an L.A. montage yeah. of, like, hey, while we're here, let's take in the sights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> montage. Yeah. Montage. It's with a motherfucking like, montage. With, like... Uh, like like a Beach Boys song uh-huh. in the background, yeah, like Surfer USA, or like maybe like I wish they all could be in California, I and it's like it's like Tilk and Daniel like eating ice cream <laughs> on the boardwalk with sunglasses, uh, yeah. and then, then someone goes by and they go, but don't about yeah, they just lower the glasses uh-huh. and look at the girl, and yeah. the, usually they're in bike shorts, for, <laughs> like that's a thing. <laughs> It would have been great. And then Sam can go to Disneyland. Of Actually, course. no. Sam goes to the Man's Chinese Theater and people ask her for autographs but, <laughs> because they assume she's a celebrity. Uh, to be fair. And eventually she's like, yeah, okay. To be fair, Sam would go to JPL. 
Oh, yeah, she would. She would. <laughs> she would. She would. But I like the idea of her, like, trying to do the touristy thing, and people are like, are you famous? <laughs> You're so pretty. And she's like, fuck it, all right. Yeah, I'm Meg Ryan. I don't know who you think I am. They, they would think she's Meg Ryan. Yeah, yeah. She looks pretty Meg Ryan. <laughs> um... So anyway, Barrett's going to explain in a walk and talk. And what they are is they're pretty sure this was the home to some super secret rogue NID sleeper cell. Um, They've been here, um, like, for over a year now. They're not really sure why they were here, but they're working on that. They're doing things. But here, at this time, this morning, something happened that was so ugly, so bad, that a person from a top secret illegal operation called 911. Wow. How is that ever a good idea? <laughs> to be fair, it, th- they think it's one of the janitorial staff. So that guy's uh, like, I give no fucks. I don't know what's happening. I'm just calling 911 because yeah, something's coming after he's me. he's lawful good. He's, yeah. Well, he's like neutral good. He's still working for an evil secret That's organization. Right. He's lawful. He's just doing what he got to do to make some money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's 32 casualties so far, including a six-man security staff. Yeah, this is the closest we ever see... Well, this is the only... I don't know yeah. that we've seen, like, actual body bags before. No, because usually they're everyone, everyone's dead off Earth. Yeah, and it's... Uh, it's... It's... it's it's interesting what a body bag does to to your psyche yeah. versus just seeing people down. Yeah, you would think that sh- that should be more impactful. Well, it almost like it, it almost takes this episode and takes it out of the sci-fi it's, that the show lives real. with, and it makes it more real. Makes it, it sort is. of an X Files, a yeah. CSI crime, like a, a st- more of a standard crime show. Almost. Yeah, which and, and that's probably what it, that makes sense now because I was like, why is it that if I just see a body down, yeah, it doesn't hit the way that body bag does but yeah. yeah it's what it is it's the reality of it uh, is this point where i admit to you that i've been inside a body bag before oh god don't do that <laughs> <laughs> for a photo why? shoot oh god why <laughs> so friend of mine in college was super interested in crime scene photography uh-huh. and so she for one of her shows in college staged uh, some crime scene photography Yowza. and she needs someone who is willing to play the dead body well, of course. so i went we went on to the woods and we, we taped off a scene, <laughs> like it was a crime scene. Yeah. It's all black photography, so chocolate syrup works oh, as yeah. blood. Yeah. And so I was then the dead body. And she Did was, you, like, stick a hand out of the bag? Like, it was one well, of those... So at first I was just laying there. Okay. And just it's the fresh crime scene motif sure, style. Sure. And then I was moved to Into the, the body, body bag, bag, and we we f- had like the thing folded over. Ah. Uh-huh. And then I was like, "Do you want me to close this?" She goes, "Are you okay with that?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." None and cares. so then we closed it and zipped it up. Wow. <laughs> and then you can see my face in the little window. <laughs> and then I went, "I can get out now. This I, is a I'm, bit much." I'm done now, buddy. <laughs> I'm not that person. <laughs> I don't think I could do that. It was kind of fun. It was kind of fun I would have for been her. Like, put them in a body bag. I could have just keep saying that. Yeah, like it that didn't. Karate Kid line. I was. It was college. I wasn't phased by it in the slightest. <laughs> I was like, this is fun. Let's go it roll was around. College. I love that excuse for everything. I'm gonna start using it now, even though I'm not the 19. Yeah. I'm, I am in college. Yeah. So I'm going to say that even though I'm in my 30s, be like, it's college. I mean, it was a fun mistakes. time to yeah. go out and we biked down to the cool woods and we rolled around and there was autumn yeah. leaves and <laughs> I got to bury myself in leaves and have chocolate syrup all over me. I yeah. mean, there's worse times. But yeah, that's that time I was in a body bag. It was a clean, fresh, brand new body bag. Well, that's good. I yeah. mean, you don't want to use body bag. <laughs> Just to clarify oh. that. 
I would um, love you used it as a used body bag, and now you are the suspect in a, a crime. Discount. Yeah, a, re- a refurbished body bag. As long as she can get the security deposit on it. Um, so anyway, Barrett says they don't. They know who did this. But they just don't know why they did it. Mm. So Barrett leads them to a very, like, through the warehouse, past more bodies, very X-Files with the guard. And inside is a Magneto-style glass prison. Oh, my God. Prison. Did you write Magneto? Why girl in Magneto's <laughs> cell kill people. Uh-huh. The guys, so we take our notes separately. Yeah. So that this is a little more fun to do. Literally called it the same damn uh-huh. thing. And so I consider calling it Hannibal's cell. Well, for reasons that we'll get to right, in a second. Right, But, uh, yeah. But no, Mag- Hannibal's Magneto's not cell. the one in that cell. Yep. yep. And there's a woman inside staring at them with kind of a, a blank look. Mm-hmm. And this is apparently the woman who killed everyone. Hmm. Credits. Dun, 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 dun. So in the surveillance room, there are a ton. I'm just going to call this the surveillance room. The yeah. lawyer's room. <laughs> uh, there's a ton of tapes labeled Anna, which is the woman's name. Uh, and God, one of, No more Annas. Yeah, uh, no, really. Um, tangent. Uh-huh. We played a game called Simulacrum. We oh, started yeah. it on Halloween. Oh, God. We finished it finally last night. That's, that's how long it's been since we've all been together. Uh, but you have to save Anna. Uh, yeah. It's like a $5 download on Steam. Mm-hmm. It's interactive. You connect your computer to your TV. Or you can just or play you can it, play on it your by computer. yourself, but don't play it by yourself. Don't play it by yourself. Play it with people it's that, you, that, that you love and trust. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it's scary as fuck. But it's called Simulacrum. I would say it's more like creepy than scary. Yeah, yeah that's there the right are word. It's some very creepy. Minor jump scares. It's more creepy than anything yeah. else. Yeah. Uh, but. but uh, recommend you, it. You find a phone, basically. It's it's uh, by the people who made some other game that the boys were talking about last night. Saving Sarah? Saving Sarah Marshall? Yes. Yeah. No, it was something about, like, saving Sa- something Sarah. Saving, yeah. Sa- blah. I'm going to find it. So anyway. Anyway. No more Anna's. Uh, and one of these tapes capture her shooting an NID guy who's trying to run away. Crawl away, I should say. Uh, and she has a very creepy, very calm look on her face. So when they find her after the shooting, she was huddled in the corner, terrified, no memory of what happened. And there's one other survivor, uh, a scientist named Kefler, and he has not said much, but none of this is why they called SG-1 yet. The reason they call SG-1 is in the basement. It's basically Daniel's Wonderland. Like, this is just <laughs> Daniel's heaven. <laughs> he goes in the room and it's just like, ah. He's like, I'm going to need a moment. Can you guys yeah. just step outside for Nobody like five minutes? Nobody look at me. Nobody look at me. And none of this, what's in this room, has seen his, he's seen come through the Stargate. Mm-hmm. And a lot of what's belonged here is belonged to Sekhmet who was loyal to Ra and was sent to do all the really fun stuff for Ra, like rural planet, squash uprising, mass executions, etc., and was exiled for planning against Ra. So she Ra. basically middle management. <laughs> well, but like high up middle management. Sure, yeah. She was like senior VP of Got death. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Senior death VP. Yep. So Daniel says that she, they actually think she lived on Earth for quite a long time. Barrett said that most of the stuff in this room likely came from the Germans. Um, Keffler said he's the son of a convicted Nazi war criminal. Oh. That's just an odd thing to just, oh, by the way, this is who I am. Yikes. Well, and it's, um, I, I don't know. I think if my dad were a convicted Nazi war criminal, wouldn't you, 
Lean the other way? Yeah, but you're not Kefler who seems to take pride in that. That's true, yeah. There's a difference that you're, like, a good person inside. <laughs> yeah, whereas he's just Whereas awful. Kefler's kind of not. Yeah, got it, got it. You're right. Um, so Daniel is Some going of a man. Got to... Damn the one who could have <laughs> killed me was a son of a Nazi man. So Daniel is going to stay here and have fun. With yeah. all the new toys, Tilkwa as well, because he's like, I'd rather be here yeah. than whatever that you're going to do. Yeah. But, and, you know, we haven't had a good Tilk Daniel no. play playthrough in a while. <laughs> we didn't have that much in this episode, but we do have some. Yeah. So Sam is going to join Barrett in talking to Kefler um, because, you know, Barrett thought that she might want to see a master at work and... She's like, oh, are you bringing in someone special Which for Which is the greatest line. They have the best flirting, and it makes me kind of want her to forget about Pete and just go It'll out be with like, Barrett. Pete who? <laughs> well, you know, she's got an ace in her pocket now. She does. If the shit is a fan. She does. Uh, she's rich in men's. Yeah. <laughs> so Sekhmet was sort she's of... She's got a little men's savings account, if you will. Where <laughs> if her, like, direct deposit into yeah. the checkings no longer works, uh-huh. she's got a little backup yeah. situation. Exactly. <laughs> I like the idea of them not even getting in, like, a full relationship, because they both work in these... In no, this... they wouldn't. So it's like, look... It's just convenience. I got needs. Yeah. You got needs. If we're both single, make a couple of deposits into exactly. the bank, Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm disgusting. I'm disgusted myself. Listen, <laughs> I'd be okay with that if neither one of our relationships works. It, it's like, look, we both work in this industry where it's really not conducive to a exactly. relationship. So, fuck them. Exactly. So, Literally. Anyways. So, <laughs> okay, I'm done. Segment was sort of uh, the Athena of the Egyptian pantheon? That's a very broad, okay. very broadly said, but sure. that's where you can kind of place her-ish. Okay. She was a warrior goddess of healing. Just take that in for a second. Oh, that's um, awesome. A fierce huntress with the face of a lioness, usually when she was depicted, uh, and the protector of the pharaohs and the goddess of the sun. Damon. She's like kind of uh, awesome. I know. No, honestly, you said all those things and I was listening, but then I went, oh, I like that she has a lion's face. Yeah. And she's sun god. Uh-huh. And so then I went into D&D and I went, oh, I'm going to use some sort of illusionary spell <laughs> to make my cleric have the face of a lion. And then you were done talking. Specifically a lioness. <laughs> lioness. Because they're the ones that do all the hunting. Right, right. I mean, let's face it. Um, so that's... Okay. So then I heard Sun again, and then I... She was the protector of the pharaohs. That's the part you missed in there. Champion of the pharaohs. <laughs> Sorry. So priestesses of hers oh. usually did a ritual, like, every night they do a ritual in front of a different statue of her to oh. keep her wrath at bay. Oh, boy. Yeah, she was... She was a feisty one. Why not just have one statue of her? Because you have to have multiples because oh. of the different facets of her, I guess. Or, I don't know. God. That or she was just that vein she wanted all the statues I of her. I need seven billion statues of me. She's usually depicted, like I said, with the head of a lioness, dressed in the color of blood, mm-hmm. frequently naked, and some of her temples kept tame lions. So basically just dressed in blood. Yeah. Because if you're naked, yeah. you're dressed in uh-huh. color of yeah, blood, yeah, yeah. you're just, just wearing blood. Just wearing blood. Got it. Yeah. Got it. That's totally cool. Uh-huh. Totally normal. Totally fine. 
Uh, and there's a myth that Rot. This is this is one of the reasons why I kind of love Sekhmet. There's a myth that Ross entered Earth to kill some mortals who were conspiring against him, as you do. Uh-huh. Um, and so she killed all of those mortals, but then her bloodlust was like, I still want to kill things and go on a rampage. <laughs> just, just try to, like, destroying humanity. Sure, sure. As you do. It's- and so Ra mixed some, some ochre and some other red things into beer. Oh. And then poured it down so that... Uh, that she thought it was blood. It's like, so hey, she bro, started, chill, have some beer. <laughs> so she started drinking all what she thought was blood and yeah. then got super drunk. Well, sure. And then just walked of shame home, basically. Hey, bro. <laughs> Look, I know I sent you to be destructive and all, but this is too much even for me. Yeah. How about just have a beer and so bring it home? She just liked to destroy mortals imagine and get that, drunk. Imagine the walk of shame, okay? <laughs> You have the head of a lioness, uh-huh. right? You're naked. You're naked except for blood. It's now the morning. It's yeah. the day after. It's yeah. Sunday morning or uh-huh. Saturday morning. Choose your poison. Um, <laughs> you're you're hungover as fuck. Yeah. You're like covered in like just your mouth not only has that cotton mouth hangover taste. But it tastes like iron. Uh, yeah. It's like iron. Ima- imagine that. Like imagine running into this person on the streets. <laughs> She what has do like you do? she has like some like fucking sword and like bow and arrow quiver. Yeah, yeah. How, how do you react to that on the street? Do you just run in the opposite direction? I just hide. Yeah. Do you know? Uh, do you know? Like when Homer just sinks into the bushes. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, which is why at Segments festivals you get super drunk. Let's do it. Let's get drunk as shit. Drunk as shit. <laughs> we should start our own segment festival. <laughs> we should. That may not be the best of plans. Uh, um, so, But our intentions are good. Our intentions are very good. Okay. So Kefler, I, I actually want to instead just make a, a festival for all like the badass female goddesses. Like a, like a day of female like goddesses. A, yeah, like yeah. it's her and like Athena and like Freya and just like. As long as I get to wear blood. Yeah, you can wear blood. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So Kefler is just sitting and smoking and giving no fucks and being super creepy. Creepy scientist time. Um, and I wouldn't even call him a scientist. It's like evil villain time. Yeah, All he needs is a, is a cat, like uh-huh. an ugly naked cat yep. to pet. <laughs> and he knows who Sam is. So Barrett tried to intimidate him with the fact that since he doesn't technically exist, there's technically no lawyers or rights here. And yeah. the NID... Uh, they're all in jail, so there's no one to back him up or bail him out. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't really work. Yeah, he, he cares none. He none cares, cares. None cares. So Sam asks, you know, what are you doing here? Kefler is like, you're a smart girl. You'll oh. figure it out. Oh. Oh. This is the part where you just <laughs> where you just shoot him in the face. Yeah. A little bit. Uh-huh. Just a little bit. Or just, shoot. like, take out his shoulder. Just Something that'll hurt, but won't kill him. So, Kefler um, <sighs> does feel bad about some of the people who died. Um, and Barrett takes a small remote out of his pocket that he found earlier and asks what it is. And Kefler's like, well, it unlocks my car. Lies. Um, and he's not being intimidated at all no. by Kefler. Speaking of no. small remote. Yeah. I will hand this one to you. <laughs> this is the, the Kaylee remote. Um, and... Kefler asks for his pills, and Barrett gives him one as they walk out. Apparently, yeah. they're nitro for his heart. 
<sighs> so Sam teases him for his master interrogating skills <laughs> and compares Kefler to Hannibal Lecter and Mary- compares Sam to Clarice Starling. You know, it's pretty good, but I also like that analogy for for Daniel and Anna when he starts yeah. trying to get to the room. I would try to make comparisons. I've never seen Silence of the Lambs. Uh, you should watch it. I've heard. I've heard. It's a. From being from someone who has not seen it before, it's very, very interesting because you either have people who are like, you really, really need to watch it. It's a really good film. And then you have that's a whole other side who are people like you absolutely shouldn't watch it because there's just horrible, like, stereotypes and horrible things that are perpetuated by the film. Oh, there's a lot of terrible things in it. But the the story is, is um, I like a story that I can sink my teeth into. Yeah. What, it, and I'm not saying which side. I'm just saying from yeah. someone who hasn't seen it before, there's no people who are like, I mean, if you see it, you see it. Yeah. There's either people who are super strong for it or super strong against it. So it's very... Interesting. It's very interesting. I've from, never met the people who are against it, but now I want to have a conversation with them. Yeah, it's very interesting from the from the side of someone who has not seen it before. Got it. So, Got it. I mean, if I see... I'm not... Against, if I see it, it'll just be like an event. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Okay. So... Uh, and, and there's one more thing to show Sam. He saved the best for last. So they go down some stairs, total darkness, until they get to a lab. <laughs> and we have fetuses in jars. Oh, sure. That's not because weird Because X-Files. And they're not entirely human. No. Yeah. Nope. Not good. So Sam tries to uh, hack into the computer. This is one of my favorite scenes. It's in the whole so thing. good. Ferret's like, I mean, that's no good. We've tried it. We have a data retrieval team that's been called. Kids. And She's Sam's like, none like, of them are me. Sam's like, I'm, kids. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> so they start some small talk, thanking him like, oh, thanks for the memo on Woolsey. And then Barrett just asks her out. Yeah. In the most casual way that he can envision, dude, but he's he a very ha- direct dude. But it is. But I was like, I mean, I can't say you don't got game. No. You at least grow into it. Confident. Very confident and very casual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Sam's like, yeah, I'm seeing someone. Yeah, sorry, but I have a boyfriend. Which sort of shocks Barrett. <laughs> which I find... Well, it's like, if, okay, let's let's play this out. If you're Barrett, right, you've known Sam for, what, three, four years? Yeah. Okay, you know how hard she works. You know the type of work she does. So when she says she's seeing someone, do you immediately imagine a... A real world person <laughs> from this earth who was set up by her brother, or B, random crazy scientist she met off pla- like off world <laughs> yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Because my imagination is like, is he f- from Earth? Well, and the, but you all, or you have the like, how much you're actually seeing each other. Right, right, right. Is this like a casual thing? Yeah. Or C, is this just someone you're emailing? <laughs> but my that would be my first. It, yeah, if I were bare, that would be what I'd be thinking. I was like, how did, what, where, when do you have time to meet but people? But I also like how you're like, what, you're surprised? And, and she's like, well, you just asked me. So, yeah, I mean, that's true. people ask me. Well, yeah, and I, I'm sure that he never doubted that people no. like her. It's just like, 
where where are you finding people are, uh, are you and jack finally hooking up and you know at, what I mean? at this point he's like i'm going to go check on daniel and okay. teal okay bye i don't feel great now so daniel is pretty sure some of the artifacts in the room are related to sekhmet yeah. um most likely all from here on earth and it's all super interesting to daniel yeah they're artifacting right now yeah nothing barrett would care about sure um and i love daniel as clipboard for some reason <laughs> yeah um but he is right in his element there yes but there is uh this arc that we're standing in front of um and i know there isn't like a reference not to open it but look we've already dealt with nazis yeah. And we're now dealing with an art. I know. Don't open it. Don't open it. Yeah. Guys, don't open <laughs> it. It's covered in like raw gear. Yeah. Uh, and the little scarabs turn like a combination lock. But you guys, you really shouldn't open it. You also, literally mentioned Ark and Nazis in the same show. I want to play a thing where I have to unlock an Ark that's covered in scarabs. I'm sure. With a scarab pattern. Somehow it's in Tomb Raider somewhere. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. I need to do that. So Daniel. That'd be a great escape room. That would be. Like, this is the Ark of Ra. Themed, yeah. Yeah, this is the Ark of Ra. If it's got a bomb in it. If uh-huh. you don't open it, then you all die from the bomb. Yeah. And you just yes. like you just like flash the room at the yeah. end if the bomb goes off. Oh, yeah. darkness. Um so what is oh wait, I forgot where uh well so Daniel asks if they've gotten anything from Kefler so mm-hmm. far, and Barrett's like, No. No, the girl on tape is who we have killing everyone, but pretty sure Scientist Jude isn't innocent. Good good call there. Um, so the girl hasn't said anything since we put her back in the in the glass box. He was kind of sort of hoping She's that in a glass Daniel case would try. of emotion. Sorry. Okay, I'm done. It's Anna in a box. Um, <laughs> and Daniel's like, "What do you mean, me try? You want me?" Yeah, well, and I feel like everybody else is like, "Yeah, dude, this is like this the is obvious literally answer. your wheelhouse." Yeah. So the glass box is all dramatically lit. Mm-hmm. And she's a, Anna's a little like. Originally, it was it'd be like, oh, she's drugged, but I think actually she's more of I just don't give a shit anymore. It's a combination yeah. of mad and aloof and bored and well, just. If this is your whole life, I think it may be even like a smattering of depression setting. Oh, like there's just high depression. this complete disassociation from yeah everything you're around. And there's some very creepy drawings on her walls. Um, yeah, some of them look like snakes ish. That's weird. So Daniel tries talking to her, and even after Daniel saw the video, he still doesn't believe that she did all of those things. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have to trust Daniel, but Daniel wants to help. Um, she's like, I didn't kill those people. Even with the evidence, it wasn't me. Sure. Uh, and she's almost, like, frightened here. A little pleading. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, she's... Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. She doesn't know what the fuck's going on. It, it does seem like she she is willing to trust Daniel a little too a soon. Tiny, well, t- I don't know how much trust because, as I mentioned later, this is literally a woman who's never known trust. Right. Right. So maybe it's just like, there's another person here. I'm just going to keep yelling yeah. out my truth. Yeah. Fair. Okay. After a commercial break, uh, Daniel <laughs> is showing her the video and she insists that he turns it off like... She's like, I couldn't have done all those things. Uh, I don't know who it was, but I couldn't have done those things. The problem is she doesn't remember hmm. where she was. 
Right. This feels like a recurring theme. I think yes. it was last time. Was it the replicator girl? There was another oh, yeah. girl. Yeah. I didn't uh, know what there was. Reese. Reese, yeah. yeah. Um, so this is a very familiar theme for us. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a, someone who was created for the sole purpose of destruction, doesn't realize it, becomes sentient. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel tries save. Bad times happen. Bad times happen. Yeah. Uh, usually doesn't end up for good for the woman. And it's like if there's continues. A, if there's like the Sam Black Widow curse, there's yep. also the Daniel. Don't fall in love with Daniel tragic don't, curse. Don't don't fall for Daniel. Yeah. Um, and or Daniel don't fall for her because her life ends tragically. So I would say, well, I would just say affection for in any way. Just yeah, don't get yeah. attached to Daniel. And maybe that's a thing that like Daniel has to bring to his therapist. It's like Daniel, why do you only find affection for these people whose lives are basically already gone? I feel too much. Hmm. I'm literally a ball of emotion. But notice how he doesn't feel for people who are totally available to be felt. <laughs> it's very similar to the situation Sam was just in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's literally a ball of feels, and he wants to help so badly, and in- inevitably, a lot of the people he wants to try to help can't be helped. I only like the broken ones. He he just he wants to he likes to fix things. Yeah, in a different way than Sam. Like, well, Sam likes to take things apart then fix them. Yeah, or sometimes just take them apart. Yeah, sometimes blow up sons. <laughs> yeah, sometimes just likes to blow shit up. Yeah. <laughs> And she just wants to see the world burn, just as long as it's not hers. It's got real weird. Where the <laughs> hell are we? What's happening? Uh, Daniel asks um, who Kefler is. Oh, yeah. And in a very, very pissed off voice, she says he is the one who made her. Yep. So back in that lab, I'll Daniel tells Barrett who, Sorry. Uh, who what Anna told them. She's like 20-ish, and the operation hasn't been going on that long, so they can rule out genetic research. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't. Um, I mean, the Asgard can grow human clones, and Area 51 has a sample of the nanites that age Jack. Hmm. Um, as to Anna, Daniel's not really sure what to think, but she, like, she believes that she didn't do it. That's her sure. truth. Yeah. Um, and Sam's like, well, the NID have cloned Gould symbiotes before. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, there could be more. So they search a facility designed here, but Barrett who put out an APB to the local authorities. For what? A person acting arrogant? Yeah. I don't know. And then also, there's someone who looks like her, right? Or don't they run a fingerprint scan or something? <sighs> yeah, I was very confused by this, but we'll come back. We'll come back to it. Yeah. Uh, and Anna sells she's drawing while her and Daniel talk. She's, you know... She's lived here as long as she can remember. Mm-hmm. She has no clue how long that is. She doesn't really know what the birthday is. Well, I mean, yeah. Kefler gave her some new paper. She, he does that often, but one time he said it was her birthday. Oh. Um, she's never been outside this room. She's seen photos and read books about up where they walk. Up, up where they, they run. Up, up where, where they stay all day in the sun. Wandering free. Wish I could, could be. Part of that world. Oh, that Stormy song. <laughs> That's the song I sing at Stormy when he sits on our front window. He sits on the couch and sadly looks out the front window. Uh-huh. Mind you, this is after like he's been out for an hour. <laughs> yeah. And he's just, and so I just go to but him. He's also a lab. He can yeah. live outside. I want to be where the people are. Because <laughs> he just stares out so longingly. Oh. <laughs> Pup only. Yeah, he has, yeah, he gets Pup wee. 
That's what we call it. <laughs> um, but the drawings are the things that she sees in her dreams, and they scare her. And she doesn't want, like, she doesn't want her here. Like, she's, okay, she doesn't want the drawings up in here. She doesn't want to see them. Yeah. But Kessler hurts her if she ever takes them down. Yikes. Yikes. Gets, part so of this basically is a lot dark. of torture, a lot of sh- shitstorm. This girl's life is pretty awful. There's some real dark shit in this yeah. episode. You could, yeah, yeah. It, and spoilers, it does not end well either. It does either. not end well. <laughs> oh. um, and her current drawing is that of a scarab, like on the Ark. Mm-hmm. And Daniel asks if she has more. So he brings the drawing that he thinks has a combination locked down to Teal'c, and they open it. Their faces do not melt, but inside is a countdown, which is very likely a very big boom. Welcome to bomb time. Uh Uh-huh. They didn't start the fire. (laughs) It was always burning. Since the arc's been arcing. Rolling? Turning? Scarabing. Turning. Since the scarab's been scuttling. The scarabs scuttle? Sure. I feel like beetles scuttle. scuttle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're like beetles. I like They are beetles. I do love a, a good scarab. Um, so Barrett comes back into the lab. The search is out f- to the local authorities. Uh, Sam just got into the computer, thankfully. Hmm. There's work on there going back three years. And there's also information about the artifacts. They go, the artifacts go back to Napoleonic times hmm. and the Nazi recovered them. One of the artifacts was a canopic jar. Oh. Which carefully doesn't know what that means, but we do. Canopic jar? Canonic? Canonic? You wrote Canonic. It might be canopic. Okay. It's the jars. I don't know what that means. The jars and tubes. Got it. Got it. I'm I'm not sure which one is the answer, but I know where you are. I thought it was canopic, but I I very well could be wrong because I don't pronounce things. That's okay. I also don't type things, which is why it's probably not. Well, canonic would have to do with the church, so maybe not. Probably not. I'm pretty sure there's a P in it. I'm going to... Let's keep moving. Okay. Uh, So... It is canopic. What happens... Is that Kefler spliced a human ovum with the DNA of a Gould. So Anna is a human-Gould hybrid. Hmm. That's really unfair for her. Yeah. (laughs) It's bad times. Bad times. Uh, And the NID wanted a human that could tell him all the knowledge of the Gould that they genetically pass on. And it took him 45 times to get it right. I mean, as as shitty as it is, it's a really fucking clever way to get what you want. It is. In, like, the most horrible way possible. Yeah, like, look, I'm not condoning it. No. But it is very intelligent. It's it's not good. No. It's straight evil. But, you know, if you have uh, no uh, emotion or morals or I mean, ethics... Yeah, then you're going to go for great. it. It's <laughs> So, also they tortured her uh-huh. with things like sensory deprivation and electrocution, etc. And that's when Teal'c and Daniel enter to tell him that the Ark is a bomb... And it's activated. There's a bomb on the bus. Although it did it was going on before they opened the arc. We have to they keep didn't the, start it. We have to keep the warehouse going at 55 miles an hour. <laughs> uh, they have 16 hours. So a bit of time at least. Sure. But the countdown clock. <laughs> Until they don't. We're now in the 24 part of the episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they did stuff in warehouses a lot, right? Yeah, sure. It's totally 24. <laughs> so they go back to talk to Kefler. And Barrett is not being friendly anymore. He's definitely playing bad cop. It does seem to work, though, at least as much as it can. Um, He doesn't know how to deactivate the bomb. He didn't even know there was a bomb. 
Um, but Barrett is confused as to why Anna would break out, kill 23 people, set a bomb to go off in a day, and then just stick around. Right. Right. Hmm. Um, something is missing. And that's Barrett's problem, Kefler says. He still thinks of her as a girl. Because she is a girl, a poor girl stuck in a stupid ghoul blood. Well, Kefler goes to Sam and he goes, it's no different from how many ghouls that you've assassinated in cold blood. Well, that's fair. Nah. Nah. I think the difference is, is they were nope, not willing. They were nope with no regard. They and 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 Sam has killed them with no regard for the human host. And mm. I will say this is that they save the human host as many times as they can. Sure, if That's given true. a choice, and, they and will it's save just the human not host. Not the option the yes. majority of the time, and sometimes these human hosts are there's nothing left of them there's, to save. Yeah. It, but it's kind would, of like kill me. At but this it's point. also like would you know there is no symbiote in this case, and they were they were born together. So is there an Anna without Sekhmet? <sighs> I I guess it's, it's almost like a dissociative personality disorder. It is, but I, which one is the true personality? Yeah, because it's not like there was Anna, and then they grew her, and then right. they implemented Sekhmet into her brain. They were both there they from the beginning. They were both there from the beginning, so if you took Set, Sekhmet out of her brain or suppressed oh. that, like... Say is, you had conjoined twins, which one do you save if there's only a chance to save one? If there's literally only a chance to save one, but at the same time, if they're conjoined twins, there's a lot of times where if you separate them, neither one will survive. Right. Depending on how they're conjoined. Whoa. Okay. This got deep. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but... I want to Ke- go back to the fun things now. <laughs> okay. To, to Kefler, Anna is a device, a tool yeah. to help level the playing field. If killing one person could save millions or billions of innocent lives, there's no choice. <sighs> yes, but I don't believe that's his real reasons. It's not, but that is how he's pleading to it. Because he's like, you know, if this was the... If it was as simple as yeah. one person's life for billions... Technically, that is a choice. Right, but we don't do that. It's something we we've learned that we don't do. We don't give up any life or anything. We, we try to save all lives yes. forever, all the time. Uh, but again, this is the story that Kefler is using to try to rationalize yeah. what he's done. So Anna didn't set the bomb. Sekhmet did. So I believe that she one. doesn't have a symbiote. Uh, there was an unexpected and separate, distinct personalities that developed. Hmm. Kefla doesn't know how the personalities split and how exactly it works. But when Sekman emerges, which is happening more and more often, Anna has no awareness. She essentially blacks out. So Sekhmet wants full control of the body, and Sam thinks that she set the bomb as a way to blackmail Kefler. I mean, correct or not, she was led to believe that Kefler could give her full control of the body. Yeah. Yikes. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's just where we are. I don't know what else to do. Yeah, because at this point, it's it's very much like a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde inside Anna. Yeah, and, and there's really... All we can do right now is learn more. Because we can't really, we don't, we need to figure out if there's even a way to save her, yeah. what we could do. Anyway, and that's, I, ultimately, that's where Daniel comes in. Yes, that's where Daniel shines. So in the glass cell, he tries to make friends and, and help Anna remember. Daniel tells a story about Shifu and how he was saved by Oma, 
Mm. Uh, he was very much like her. He was a Harcesis. The Harcesis. He ascended to a higher plane of existence, and then the genetic memory came with a terrible burden, and it was wrong to ever seek it. And she asked if she could be saved like him. Oh. And Daniel's like, I truly have no idea. Yeah. Um, and she's like, well, I also truly have no clue how to turn the bomb off. Yeah. And he's like, but maybe you do. You drew the picture of how to open the ark and somewhere in your mind knows how to turn it on. And I can help you find how to turn it off again. Yeah. It's very, um, it feels very much like what your therapist would do. It does. It's like all the answers are in your, it's, yep. it's, it's, it's this really, it's an interesting mirror to look into. Yeah. Personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be like, oh, I have all the answers. Uh-huh. To save me. Yeah. How do I... How do I find them? Help me find them. But except they're help, in my brain. Help me, Daniel One Kenobi. <laughs> yeah. You're my only it's hope. It's a really cool, just idea. Just this really cool idea. And uh, we... Billy comes back. Mm. Yay! <laughs> He's been called to help turn the bomb off. Oh, good. Because I thought, is this the guy who went to South America with us? Yeah. And it is. It okay, is. good. It good, is. good. Uh, there's apparently a 10-pound brick of Nakwada inside that arc. Yowza. So That's a when, lot of Nakwada. When it goes boom, big bada boom. <laughs> I like that. Big bada boom. Nice. So, Teal'c is like, hey, I know things, and you should not try to move the Ark. Mm-hmm. Um, no comments against Bill's skills or anything, but Bear's going to try to get the authority to start evacuating the area. He's like, how many miles do you think we should clear? Uh, and Bill's like, how big is Orange County? So, here's the interesting thing to me, because Orange County is south of L.A., so was that just like a poorly written thing? No, I have a hunch there. Listen, I think they're the same way uh, that y- you, I say I'm from Detroit and I'm not sure. from Detroit. Sure. You know, it's the same thing of, of if I'm trying to tell somewhere else where you from, yes. I'm going to say San Francisco. Uh, that's fair. Even though you're not from San Francisco. Yeah. I, I, yeah, and, and I'll give them credit. It is just south of L.A. So that's, so maybe they're like, do we need to go into San Diego? Do we need to go that far yeah. with this thing? So that's, yeah. that's why, to me, it's sort of the, the, the you yeah, give the broad range. So now here's my other question is, yeah. at this point, if you're evacuating people uh, because of something and you're trying to still keep it all secret... Now, does this become a thing of privilege? Or do only certain people get evacuated so that there's not a giant... No, I think you're trying to... Uh, you basically should say there's a gas leak, I think. Oh, I guess that works. Gas leak. Everyone yeah. out. We saw what happened. Was it up at, outside Boston? Right. What happened? Right. There's a gas leak. Yep. Everybody out. Yeah. Holy farts. So, um, in the glass room... In the glass room. Oh my god, I went to the same place. We've been doing this too long together. This is awful and great. (laughs) In the glass room. uh, She's been trying to jog her memory, um, writing down her drawings, um, but... Like, it just reminds her of the blackouts. He's like, she's not even trying. She's like, I give no... I'm out. This is not working. I got nothing. Yeah. Tina's like, do you trust me? Because I want to help you. <gasps> because I have a magic carpet and I can show you the world. Do you trust me? Shining, <laughs> shimmering, splendid. Tell me, Anna. Princess Anna? Oh, it's a whole other movie. 
now. So let your mind remember. Um, <laughs> but she's not trusting anyone because she literally. Here's the thing: I literally she doesn't know how to trust. She just never had uh, the concept of trust is unknown to her. How do you explain trust to someone who's never known it, who could who's, not comprehend and it, who really who's never known other people? No. Oh, how do you do that? She just assumes that once she helps, Daniel's going to leave and things are going to go back to exactly the way they were. How do you explain? I'm stuck. Yeah. How do you explain trust to someone who doesn't know what trust is? How do you explain trust? Um, I think you have to see it from the other perspective. Yeah. Like, so you have to explain it from the thought of... Uh, how, what does it mean when I want someone to trust me? That's from that perspective. Yeah. Not from the giving of trust, but the trying yeah. to earn of trust. Yeah. So I think you explained that. It's still, it's a very difficult concept. It's I still a tough concept. I'm sure Daniel could do it. But I think that's the approach. Yeah. The approach is not from the perspective of of trusting someone, but from the perspective of gaining someone's trust. Yeah. <gasps> Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, she asks Daniel how many birthdays uh, that he's had, and he says it's not important. And she and, says, Daniel and gentleman sounds... doesn't share his age. <laughs> Anna, that's very rude. <laughs> uh, but Anna says that Daniel sounds exactly like him. Oh, not okay. Um, and in the camera voyeur room, um, duh, all the tapes are labeled Anna, and they're her... <laughs> quote-unquote research. What a pointless way to label a tape. So pointless. If they're all labeled Anna, then they might as well none be labeled Anna. I'm assuming Anna. somewhere they had, like, a date on them, too. That's fair. Okay. That's what I would hope. So, um, since, since Anna said that Danny reminded her of Kefler, he figured he should know what not to do when talking to her. Um, and no pressure, Bert says, but we need to know how to deactivate the bomb. And Daniel's like almost rolls his eyes. He's like, "No shit, Sherlock." No, really. I the thought we were just here to make friends. What do you think friends. I'm doing? Oh wait, there's a bomb. Oh, we should be concerned about that. It's a bomb. <laughs> and uh, so Sam is still at the computer, uh, and I love how Barrett is not used to working with this team. Yeah, because he's like, "I re- shouldn't you be down working on the bomb?" Somebody needs to explain trust to him too. <laughs> and Sam's like, "Why would I be down working on the bomb?" Like. Yeah. Bill's the best person we have. For bombs. For bombs. Tilk knows gold weaponry better than anyone else. Why yeah. would I be down there? How, how would that be helpful? Uh, and she's looking for another option for Anna. Like, she can't be older than three years old by mm-hmm. the research. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they could at least hopefully halt the rapid cell growth and maybe possibly block Selmet, Sekmet from part of her mind. Oh, that'd be interesting. Um, it's what an interesting idea, too, to use, like, real world drugs yeah. because really these are all mind things all it is within the mind yeah to to kill these fant- fantastical things yeah anyway um uh, Barrett tells her that Kefler wants to chat so mm-hmm. Daniel keeps watching the videos of Kefler and Anna and he sort of fast forward and rewinds so he finds something that he wants to watch mm-hmm. and he finds a part where Kefler tells Anna that there is a cure that she can live a normal life and be free, or she can continue to suffer. And Kefler has a pain remote. That asshole. Which horrifyingly, Kefler keeps seeming to press in order to bring out Sekhmet, who then shows up. She demands freedom. And while we normally root against the Gould, 
At this time, you kind of sort of want her to break free and rip the beating heart out of Kefler's chest oh, and give it to him? I super do. Like, I super duper do super want that to happen. I kind of want to see that happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel Like, I on. want Sekhmet to come out, take him out, Daniel. and then they take yeah. Yeah, Sekhmet out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which kind of is what happens? Uh, a sort little of. bit. Yeah. Daniel... It's kind of like when the dinosaur eats the asshole lawyer yeah. in Jurassic Park. Uh-huh. It's like, well, you earned it. Yeah, you kind of did earn it. And Anna yeah. then killed Sekhmet. Yeah, that's true. You know? I'll take it. Okay. So Daniel turns off the TV, and in reflection, he just is like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching a lot of How Much Brother again. <laughs> so uh, with Keffler, he says that... Um, they share the same goal. He knows how Anna's mind works and would talk to her. You can be present the whole time in exchange for his freedom. Huh. Which isn't happening. No. Although Kefler says he's only, only, only guilty of trying to save the world. Oh. <laughs> By first creating bullshit that would put the world in danger. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. And the horse you rode in on. Yeah. Um, and with the bomb there, their choices are or death. <laughs> I'll have the chicken then. <laughs> uh, Barrett and Sam walk out and Sam starts to wonder if they even could offer him immunity. Daniel then walks in, um, like right through them mm. into Kefler's room. Yeah, he pissed. Um, and he's like, you let her out, didn't you? Yeah. He was trying to use his little, like, you know, killing weapon. Yeah. And that's what the little remote is. He controls when the gold comes out, and he uses it to shock her, and he can use it to kill her as well. Because he's a dick. So why did you let her out, Daniel asks. Were the other scientists going to report your little experiment, and so you just wanted her to kill them for you? Because you're a giant piece of shit. And Kefler's like, it's all just speculation, and then sits back with the most smug, sheeted and grin that's ever been on the show, Ugh. ever. Yeah. Probably beats Colonel Asshat and everyone it's pretty, else. Yeah, it's pretty up there. It is definitely pretty up there. Um, so back in the basement, Bill and Teal'c are still working on the bomb. And <sighs> I like the way Bill and Teal'c sound. It's like Bill and Teal'c's excellent adventure. Uh-huh. It's <laughs> about totally to Bill and Teal'c's excellent adventure. <laughs> that's not Bill and Ted, never mind. <laughs> that's okay. I liked it. It worked. It worked. That's totally not Let's pretend it's on purpose. Okay. (laughs) Um, So uh, they're making progress and they just have a great little back and forth about which crystals not to pull. Yeah, it's a nice little crystal puzzle. Yeah. So the rest of the crew smartly, officially rule out letting Keffler near Anna. You think? Good plan. Uh, and Daniel will have to be the one to get the codes for the bomb out of Anna. Hmm. Back at said bomb, let's just say things kind of went south. Yeah. The countdowns now is going much, much faster. I love the, <laughs> the look on Teal's face. Like, Bill and Teal be like, um... Oh, fuck. We, 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 we fucked up we a fucked little up. bit. We fucked up a lot of it. We're sorry. Uh, and, and Barrett comes in and they're like, well, you now have two hours. Cool, cool, cool. cool Good cool. job, guys. Uh, let's just hope Daniel has better luck. No pressure, Daniel, or anything. It's like Barrett's like, you're the best available. <laughs> Sam, 
<laughs> we need to talk. You're gonna be the very best. <laughs> no one ever To get them all is their real test. To blow them the, is not crystals. <laughs> the only thing I know about Pokemon. For the, the longest time, I knew the song and I didn't know what the song was from <laughs> because I didn't know up till when I go Pokemon. I only know the Gotta first catch part. <laughs> so I didn't know. The <laughs> I think we used that last night where too, we were playing Simulacrum. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Anna's been trying. She she has been, but she can't see or remember anything. Uh, Daniel tells her that he had his memory erased not long ago, mm-hmm. but he was able to access through my meditation, and he thinks it might help her as well. Oh, yes. He's like, look, I can't force you to do this, and it's probably going to scare you at some point, mm-hmm. but either way, whether you help or not, we are going to help you. We we do think you can live a normal life. We don't know for sure, but we'll do whatever we can to help you get there. Mm-hmm. In the, in the voyeurism room, mm. said that word really weird. He uh, he founds out that we they only have ten blocks evacuated. That's not That's enough. That's not gonna cut it. Yeah. And Sam's finally finished going through all the files, and she's pissed. Yeah. Imagine the way that would play out. Okay, so you've evacuated a 10 block radius yeah and the bomb goes off so okay so let's play out this aftermath in the aftermath of this thing a bomb goes off and the people in the immediate 10 uh, block radius are fine but everyone else is not yeah what is the damage of this afterward the people who all got evacuated are fucked a lot of people are fucked but well no i'm saying in the sense of like who's gonna answer for this yeah yeah. It's these people who were able to get out. So somehow, like, the being able to be alive, fuck Well, you. and I don't know if people would, like, blame them. They all have survivor's guilt, but yeah, be, for sure. Well, no, my thing is, how suspicious does that end up looking? But but I think people understand the people who just evacuate, 10 blocks is a fairly decent-sized area. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? No one's going to think, like, oh, the entire 10 blocks were conspiring. That's fair. Yeah. Anyway. Suspicious. I mean, there's going to be conspiracy theories up your ass and back on something like that happens. That's me and my tinfoil hat. Uh, So Sam goes uh, just fucking ape shit at Kefler. He made a mistake. He didn't isolate the gene that carries the gold memories. And he didn't care to take the time to because the goal was just the intelligence not to create a happy living organism. Mm -hmm. So Sam explains it for Barrett and for us. Uh, Kefler blended the DNA so well that nothing they can do to stop the gold from taking over. It will rewrite Anna, and there's nothing to stop it. There's no way to separate them. Shit. It's it's like um, she's screwed no matter what. It's it's exactly like when we go back to Lifeboat and right. the guy that was in uh, the guy that was in Daniel's mind yeah. was like. We've just put a whole bunch of water from two different cups into a third cup. Yeah. You there's no way to undo that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's exactly it. Anna's going to die a horrible, painful death, and there's no cure, and there's no way to stop it. Mm-hmm. So, he, and he, he did this on purpose. He had his own reasonings, the scientist shitty dude. Well, and I, I will say I don't think he blended them on purpose. No. I think he purposely didn't take the time to do it right. No, he's it, to him it was worth the risk. Yeah, it's not him that he's destroying. And it's that, that it's keeping him separate and keep making her a happy functioning person was not an objective. Right. He didn't care to do right. it. Right. 
Um, and Kefler's a dick. Kefler's like, well, I mean, I did put some toxins at the base of her brain, and like, we can easily kill her harmlessly with the <sighs> button on the remote. Fuck. And Sam can barely vomit out how humane of you. Yeah. Fuck you, dude. So in the glass room, Daniel is teaching Anna how to meditate, leading mm-hmm. her through a thought exercise. Which how much fun is he having? Like a I, pyramid. Uh, and among a snake. all these other things, how much fun is he having leading a meditation class? So much fun. Also, I will take a meditation class with Daniel for sure. For sure. Although for I probably sure. would not be meditating. <laughs> you I would just, probably like, just be staring. Can I meditate into your eyes? Yes. <laughs> um, but the, the the he leads her through a pyramid with snakes and a throne and worshippers, and she starts screaming no because Sekhmet's taking over. Yeah, uh, and Daniel wants Anna back, and especially when Sekhmet throws all the papers on the floor. And then picks up the meditation candle and lights the papers on fire. Uh, basically, he seanced Sekhmet into yes. the room. Uh-huh. Like- <laughs> and she has like a come at me bro look on her uh-huh. face. <laughs> and Daniel yells for, you know, for someone to come put the fire out. Yep. And Sekhmet clearly has no issues uh, lighting Daniel's like, there's fire. a fire. And then the guards are like, in your pants. <laughs> she hot. Anyway. Um, okay. Don't be an idiot. So uh, Sam and Barrett go running. The fire is out. Anna is no longer there. And Daniel mm-hmm. and the guards are down. Yeah. Keffler can hear all this over the radio in his cell. Uh, Barrett goes into Mulder mode, looking through the <laughs> warehouse for Anna. Yeah. And she uh, he takes out the remote out of his pocket for some reason, for convenience. And he goes downstairs, and the stairs are those empty from behind. So mm-hmm. Sekhmet, in a hor- like in a horror film, grabs his ankle from behind yep. the uh, yep. open stair. <laughs> he goes down, lands unconscious, and Sekhmet picks up the remote. Of course. Um, and I think an interesting question in all of this is, when does Anna take back over? Oh. Because it's clearly Anna at the end. Yeah. Well, not until the end, I believe. Until- not until the Like, this is still Sekhmet? Oh, I think so. Okay. Uh, and I think to some degree it has to be segment in order for her to get to this place where she's in control. Maybe, yeah. Uh, because like, I, I don't think Anna could get through this part. I don't think Anna could take Barrett down. Gotcha, gotcha. That makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, so you need all that that ruthlessness yeah. through till almost the end. So Daniel goes looking through the cell and realizes he doesn't think she's acting as the gould mm-hmm. and runs off. Hmm. Um, which th- it's that line also made me think of like, yeah, I just I wasn't hard... Anna the whole time, but no. Oh, I I don't think she's that good of an actress. No, not I, the, I... not obviously not the actual actress, but, but Anna. Anna. Yeah, I just don't think Anna could have taken Barrett down that way. Maybe out of desperation. Yeah. But you've got to channel some of Sekhmet in there to just. I guess the question that I'm leading to is is somewhere at this point are they becoming one person? Yeah, and maybe in this sense, in this need for survival they're almost working together. That's what I mean. Like, it's yeah. no longer necessarily Anna and Sekhmet. It's Animek. Uh, uh, Sekna. No, that, sounds, <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> Animet. I like Animet. Yeah, it's like Animet at this Animet, point. Yeah. It, yeah, and just truly to like... I don't know what's going to happen in five minutes, but right now I need you to stay alive and each of them have this will to survive. Exactly. That's fair. I like that. Because of that, and also just that line that Daniel has where she's she's not acting as the gold. Yeah. 
Um, Kevlar, meanwhile, does the I'm in pain and need my pills okay, trick. this is the oldest trick in the book. It's, I'm so annoyed at this guard. This, well, he should go down. He yeah. deserves it. And instead takes the guard's taser and takes it he's a out. dumb dummy. Yeah. So Daniel walks into the room where Bill and Teal are working on the bomb, drops the drawing. He thinks it's deactivation code and just That's walks out. It. He's like, this is yours. Bye. <laughs> Sam searches the warehouse, calling for Barrett over the radio. Nothing? No, because he's deaf. Daniel sees Kefler is free, which is no good. Sam finds Barrett and calls for medical backup. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Dr. Lee and Teal turned the bomb off. Yes. Well, one thing at least. Uh, and, <laughs> and Teal leaves Dr. Lee hanging for a high five. Oh, of course. Uh, Kefler is sneaking Do you around. think Teal would never high five anyone? Jack. And even Jack would have to, like, squeeze it out of yes. him. He'd be like, if you don't high-five me, I'm high-fiving your face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and Jack would do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Kefler is sneaking around, avoiding NID agents and Sekhmet, uh, or Anna. It's Anna Met. Yeah. Finds him. <laughs> Uh, pointing a gun at him. He tries playing nice that he'll help her, and she knows that he can't help her. Uh, he never believed that he could help her all along. Yeah. All the evil that she's seen in her mind, nothing compares to what she sees in him. Nothing compares. That's actually the one thing I was thinking of, too. Nothing compares, compares to your you. shittiness. Okay, wait. So, as you see Daniel running in some... By the way, the shots... There's some really great shots in this episode. This yes. is like where it's like down and the camera kind of flips around. Yes. I'm going to say that that's all um, our girl. Yeah. It's all Amanda. Yeah. There's gunfire as Daniel goes running and he heads down the ladder. I'm going to call her time. A-taps when I meet her. A-taps. That's, is that weird? No, I'm down. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get... I want a hat. Like an asshole. No, no, no. I want to get a hat that's like the, the A-ham from, <laughs> from Hamilton. A-dot-tap. A-dot-tap. I like that. Um, anyways, it catches her just in time as she falls to the ground. In her hand is the remote that has released the toxin. <laughs> Um, Animet knows. Sorry, that I Daniel... got distracted. <laughs> I high fived to bartender Nick. There's been a bartender Nick hiding in the background of this episode. Um, <laughs> Animet knows that Daniel couldn't have helped her, and Daniel tells her how sorry he is about that. Yeah. And she dies. He's like, "But I love you." That and means we you're gonna die. Pan no out, and we see Kefler dead as well. Yeah. And we fade to black. Well, thank God at least Kefler's dead, because we yes. did not know until right in that moment. Yeah. I was pissed <laughs> yeah. for that, like, half second. <laughs> Thinking he just And I was like, somebody take this asshole out. Yeah. Um, yeah, this episode's a really good story, it's, but it's a bummer. It is a bummer. And especially after last week, it's a bummer in a different way, but it's still a bummer. Yeah, but it's it's good gives you something to kind of like you know it's it's not a healthy meal yeah but it's gonna sustain you yeah you know um but it's fine i liked it i liked it yeah um it's good to have some crystal puzzles it's good to see barrett back it is um and then i love watching daniel do his daniel thing (sighs) That Daniel thing. Uh, but yes, there is a, a Daniel curse. Doing that thing you do. <laughs> Breaking my heart. That line works just as is. Uh-huh. Into a million pieces like you always do. And you we could be happy, can't you see? If you'd only let me be the I one to, to remove the gold from your body. <laughs> <laughs> I keep you here with me. 
hands. <laughs> Though I try and try to release you, girl. It's just so hard to do. Every time you do, do that thing you do. I was trying to throw more gold in there, but I couldn't. Every time you do that gold you do. <laughs> that was fun. Guys, we're back in the singing mode. <laughs> So next week we are watching Inauguration, which is kind of a nice little lull hmm. before we get into the season finale. Can we ramp ramp it all up? We ramp it up because we're getting super close. Are we are we going to be done by the end of the year with the season? We actually might end oh. uh, right before the end of the, the to end of the year. In which case, we I think the math works out uh-huh. that we will be premiering. Atlantis at the start of the year. Wowza. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yep. We're only a couple weeks away from Atlantis, guys. I'm ready. And I know a lot of people, and a lot of people actually have been asking this. Um, We've mentioned this a few times before, but I know people come in and out of episodes, and we have some new listeners. We are going to be doing Atlantis and SG-1 at the same time. We unfortunately cannot do two episodes a week, but we're going to do is we're going to flip back and forth in airing order. Right, right. Um, Yeah. Yeah, if for some magical reason we're able to do it, we might do it one week here or there. Yeah, if there's but like for a, the most part, it's going to be. Uh, yeah, if there's if we're able to do two, you know, we might release a little bonus extra episode here and there. But mm-hmm. for the most part, um, there's only so much time that we can actually get together to record. Yeah, it's 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 a rough <laughs> life, uh, and so <laughs> it, we're kind of limited, sort of one day a week that yeah. we can record things. But we will we will keep on keeping on, and we will get through them all. Yes, like Pokemon. Uh, there will be, speaking of Atlantis, there will be a end of the year special episode. I'm sure that covers Aquaman. Oh, yes. Because it's directly related, guys. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll do like a little. Stargate adjacent. Uh, a year in review of pop culture things. Yeah. Um, that'll be fun times. That will be fun times. We may have, we may possibly, seeing what we can do, have a special guest or two. Oh, yeah, See that could be do. fun. Um, okay, so while we have everyone here, we want to thank a couple of new patrons. Yes! Uh, we have, uh, Maddie Davis. Alexander Scott. And Jessica Disler. I believe I said all of the names right. If I did it, I'm so sorry. And we, I'm finishing up the November pod card right now. Done and um, done. It should hopefully be in the mail next week. Yay! So. Um, otherwise... We'll see you next week with an inauguration. inauguration. Uh, you know where to find us uh, on Twitter or at Tara Podcast. Facebook at There's No Place Like Tara. You can email us at There's No Place Like Tara at gmail.com. Read us, like, and review us on Apple Podcasts. Um, we love you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I turn this off first. I turn the thing with the and thing. And I turn and this off. With the stuff.